Right then. Sorted. Right. What is happening, people? Welcome back to another video. This is the YIC podcast. We have Smone over tonight. We have Doke TV and we have Flow. What is happening, guys? How's it going? We've all got wine. We've all got beer. And um, we're just going to kick it off. All right. We're going to have a little chat about um, our emotions tonight and uh, how proud we are of the artwork that we've come up with and probably talk about like the emotions of the first, probably the first big piece that we've ever done. So I'm going to probably lay this one out to uh, an experienced artist and we go with Flo on the first one on like when, like what run us through like what was going through your mind when you first did your first big mural and where you was and, and stuff like that. Well, um, I, I guess I don't really know what was the first really big mural where I was very proud of myself and the work that I've done. But there are a few, like not the very first one I was proud of, but there um, are a few murals and projects I did in the past. And these are my favorite ones, not the really big ones, but my favorite ones. So I have a few, I have like, I guess what a project and a mural makes the mural itself or the project special is like the journey you have from starting on a blank wall to the finish wall. Like what are you going to like, um, I don't know how to, how to explain that. Um, like the journey you are going to and what you are thinking about, what the struggles are. And if there are struggles, you maybe deal with them and figure it out and it comes out very well at the end. So I have this, I have this project in mind when I was painting in a, in a, um, in a coffee shop, like in a, uh, cafeteria, like in a coffee, well, coffee shop however yeah yeah you can eat cakes and drink coffee where um the customer or the, the client asked me to paint a scenery which is not really which doesn't exist in reality um it's a scenery you're walking through the um, street and you have um like big old facades on the side you have this vanishing point which goes to the um to the skyline of Frankfurt, the um, the hometown where I live, and um, this project was very special because it reminds me of my job that I used to learn as a theater as a, a theater painter, like a scenery painter, and um, it has a lots of like like um, like perspective in it and depth, and I worked in many layers and uh, very transparency with a lot of water in the paint. And um, it was a very special, like a very special progress for me um, for this painting, because I, I said to myself, I, I could paint this in about three days, but I blocked about six days for it just to enjoy the, the ride of painting. Yeah. And this was very, special to me yes it's the best having enough time yeah perfect yeah totally yeah because like my first ever mural was a hulk 
Uh, he had <laughs> giant sausage fingers. He looked like he had a stroke and his arm was coming out of his head. Really? I uh, he was so bad. He was so... I was trying to make him look like this, but his arm just like came out like this. And it was just... Oh, it was... Like one of the monsters no. Smo and Dog did together. Ah, uh, the worse. Wait, they were like... They were like proper monsters. Mine was like a complete car crash. But I remember doing it. I remember, like, for instance, like, so I went, I went, I went to go see the client and everything, and uh, the guy was a bit of a dick. Um, but he was just like, right, can you can you paint the Hulk? And I was like, I'd never painted the Hulk before. I was like, say yeah. And I just remember being like so nervous about doing it. I was like, really crap my pants. I didn't have paint at this point. Um, and he was just like, right, how much are you going to cost? And I was like, I don't know, two hundred quid. So I went and got like near enough 120 pounds worth of paint and realized, like, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> but I got about 120 pounds worth of paint, which is clearly not enough for the size of it and everything. And then at this point, I did not know how to do proportions correctly. It was, it was just all over the shop. Um, it was, it, like I said, it was wonky. Um, but I remember doing it and it was just like, it's the first wall I've got my, like hands on everything else beforehand was like my mom and dad's garage, um, mm -hmm. which was like very simple stuff. I did was like New York city skyline, which is just obviously a bunch of lines and square boxes and things. So him to ask me to do that, I was, and then I did it. it, it it's look, it's not too bad for what it is. Um, but I just remember doing it and being like really, really proud of it. And then taking loads of pictures, putting it all over Facebook, and like three people seen it on Facebook. I think it had like one like, and I was just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, it, it must be shit." So I, um, but luckily off the back of doing that one, I booked to do um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then I remember seeing a video by Soffles because obviously he'd done a couple of bits here and there, and I was fascinated by the stuff the guy was creating. And as I was looking through the video, he was painting a lot of different things. And then all of a sudden, there was like an outline of a Cadillac. And I was like, hang on a minute. So I put it in slow motion on YouTube and then froze it on one, one frame. And I seen a projector. I was like, ah, right. That's how you get perspectives right. That's how you get all of these things right. So the following job what I'd done after that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the projector was set up wrong. So Al Schwarzenegger was really skinny. <laughs> he was like, the, the proportions weren't correct. So I projected it and I was just like, be true to the projection. It's going to be right. And then he came out and he looked anorexic. He was like this. <laughs> no so, way. Oh, man, he was so, so bad. Um <laughs> But it looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it just looked like he'd just been on a major diet. <laughs> oh, a question at this point. You yeah. said you um, you were like nervous when you started the job, like the oh, first yeah. Hulk job. Are you yeah, still yeah. nervous nowadays when you start painting jobs? D uh, depends on what it is. Um, if it's something like a huge uh, school wall, which is like broken into loads of different pieces, then no. When it's a big facade on the side of a like three-story building, which I did a couple <clears throat> last year, then yes. Um, 
and especially if they're in like public spaces. So I did um I did a side of a pub last year and it was a bird um and a table with a pint glass on there and then a load of scenery in the background. Now starting that one, I am I am bricking it. I'm 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 shitting my pants because it's all I'm thinking is is do not get the perspective wrong. Um and secondly like it, you being in Wales, you're always up against the weather, um, and you, you're always up against what people have already obviously done before you. Mm-hmm. So wall preparation is key. Like, and this is why I do a lot of my own preparation when it comes to doing um, the the background colours and stuff like that. That I I've done one piece recently. Well, I say recently, it's about two years old now, and the lady's husband painted the wall with. Um, emulsion indoor paint mm. two two weeks later she called me up and said all the paint is coming off now that's why i shit my pants because i don't want that to happen on a facade that's the side of a building and it all starts crumbling off and then everyone goes oh t2 sugar's painted that look how terrible it looks where this lady messaged me and i said oh can i have a look at this tub of paint she had like a 25 liter tub was like this big cost her like eight pounds off Amazon. All of it was in Chinese. I was just like, what on earth is this paint? And it was, it's just like watered down emulsion, which is for your walls inside your house. Um, and all of the, it was just bare cement. It was all of it just came peeling off and it was just like, Oh my God. But if that was in a public space, that's where I worry. I worry a lot. But yeah, for for most murals, when I turn up and it's garden walls, I I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty switched on with it now. Like, but I don't don't get nervous. But if I was like asked to do something special, like for instance, I just went to do the opening of the Six Nations, and I painted the six captains. And yeah, in one night. Yeah, in one night. Um, then taking crazy. it and representing that in, and standing like this. It's just like, <laughs> I, they come on up and they just gotta, it's got to look like them. Uh, Antoine Dupont from France, he looked fat, but it was just the way that they went. He was podgy. <laughs> he was just looked a little bit pumped up like this. And so, <laughs> but no, yeah, I don't know. I like this. I'm pretty much okay with, but it's the. Do you find like when you like? So, for instance, have you any any of you done gallery shows or like like standing there when when something's been presented? It's it's the most scariest thing in the world. So, I'm, Flo, I'm guessing you would have probably done stuff like that, is it? Where there's like an unveiling or anything? Um, like like uh, exhibitions. Yeah. Or. No, I never did an exhibition. I, I really never had the time to produce paintings because I'm always busy painting on jobs. But um, <clears throat> when it comes to being nervous, the most, the most nervous moment for me is when I start a workshop, like a drawing workshop, and the, glass, the class is sitting in front of me and, and I have to deliver. Like, there are sitting... Like a lot of people and most of those people are older than me and like doctors <laughs> or stuff like that. And um, 
they want me to teach them. So this is this is freaking awesome to me. So they yeah. they want me just a usual guy, just a like. <laughs> what are you doing? No, we can't hear you anymore. We can't hear you anymore. Yeah. So this is the moment I most I mostly nervous before, but yeah. as. As you the need to imagine. Continues. You need to imagine them all being naked. I knew he was yeah. going to say this. <laughs> this does not work. Naked. It does not work at all. It just makes you do more you know, nervous. What I what I basically do is not imagine how they look naked. I just imagine how they sit on the toilet and swipe off their asses. <laughs> really? This yeah. Terrible. And then imagine they they are just swooshing. And taking a look, if there is something, oh, I need to do it again. So, all right. Like, this is... All right. Really? Okay. You okay. Got, you Getting got back a to weird emotional. imagination. Weird. Yeah. It's, it should be weird. The weirdest imagination is the most the best. Um, helpful. Yeah. But Smo, you you've done um like represented some work. You did a German footballer, and you had to go take it to him. Was it was that? Did you get nervous with that? Yeah, the the problem was Ooh. I did not I did not know um, Joshua Kimmich. I painted Joshua oh. Kimmich for his. You um, did not know him. I did not know him. No, I, I don't know any footballer. Lothar Matthäus. This is I know Lothar uh, Matthäus. This is or, or Jürgen Klinsmann. I, I think yeah. they don't play anymore. They're like fifty years. Yeah, old. back in the days, late nineties or something. Yeah, yeah, I've really got no idea about football, and um, um, I just got this email uh, that that uh, um, the the management from Joshua Kimmich, somebody wants um, um, a portrait of him. Only somebody wants wants something to paint, and I just I didn't read it right, and I thought somebody wants like um, a football logo on a garage door or something, and I just I don't do jobs like that, and uh, I just I was reading this 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 email and I was standing outside, and um, Nick Moody was there and some other guys, and we were painting the the garden wall together, and I said, uh, oh, and I'm the manager from. Joshua Kimmich, who is this? And they are like, Joshua Kimmich, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I already said that I won't do this. I don't do football jobs. Yeah, at the end I did it, and um, I was I, I I was pretty nervous this time, but um, I was well prepared because I came there already with the finished um, canvas. And we just uh, pretended to start to paint there. And then when I just did the, <laughs> the first lines and everything, we just put the one canvas away and <laughs> we took the finished one. And then we pre pretended that I masked everything and we did the background so that he did not see it, how it really looked at the end. And then we had this revealing moment when he peeled off the masking tape, or I did it. I don't, I don't remember it really. And uh, yeah, but um, I think the the first question was about the uh, the emotion of painting, and this it's for me painting has nothing to do with commissions or with others. It was always like painting for myself, and one of the most 
um, exciting feelings that I had was really my first graffiti that I painted at all. It was with, with five spray cans that I bought in a hardware store and I painted in my kid's room. And I still remember this day when I when I was walking in the hardware store just to buy these five cans, each for uh, 10 Deutsche Mark. It was even, it was, it was even before the Euro. And uh, I, I spent, uh, I, it, it was like 50, 50 Deutsche Mark that I have to uh, pay for the spray cans. And I felt like, I felt like when Harry Potter was getting its, his magic wand you know, in Gringotts. <laughs> I got this these spray cans and I knew that this is so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And this was a this was a such such um a super fulfilling emotion that still is in every artwork when I paint for myself. I really don't like this pressure when I have to paint for someone else and when other people have expectations and so on. And I think this kills a lot of this positive vibe. And um, you asked also, what was the last big mural where we had such a sort of a feeling and it was the unicorn wall when I painted underneath the bridge because I painted there without any time pressure. I painted what I wanted. There was no customer, no nothing. And I had this great idea with the two parts that get together and make, make one uh, a poster at the end. And this was, this was insane. This was, I think I, I did not really manage it to to beat the feeling of this uh, project in the whole last year even if i was in brazil this was insane as well but but this was the best best feeling and i'm yeah. i'm getting back there this is this is what i'm what i try to focus on not to please others and to 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 chase this feeling again so do you know like in your artwork do you have like Something that you is this like the stuff that you're painting, like the unicorn one? Yeah, is that stuff that you've always wanted to paint? Because like you're always kind of like so like super surrealistic. Yeah, and is that the stuff you've always been interested in? And 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 obviously, and painting it is always like you know you always get the emotions going and things like that from from your own artwork. Yes, 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 yes. This is I, 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 I paint the artworks that others don't paint for me. Because a lot of artists this. don't paint. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'd speak just for myself here, but um, a lot of us don't don't really paint the artwork that we want to paint. And obviously, I've done a YouTube video on this before. Like, but um, paint. Do you find trying to find yourself? Because I'm guessing Doke, you're kind of in this lull at the minute of trying to find your your way in in the art world like you know trying to discover new things and everything like that like i haven't even bothered yet going down that rabbit hole of having my own niche and stuff like you've got mm -hmm. these real cool characters you do these really cool mountains you know um super su super surrealistic stuff and then like you got uh well flow your style is very like unique to yourself as well because like you use a lot of like paintbrushes and you're super fast with a paintbrush. I, I really don't get how you do it so fast with a paintbrush. Um, 
I, if I if I as soon as I pick up a brush, I'm look. I I go three hours later, and I'm, nothing's happened. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I joke. You must know how I feel feel with the paintbrush because uh, the recent uh, indoor wall that you've done as well. Yeah, yeah, and I still remember like I finished it, and a few days later, Flo told me, "Yeah, you could have done it in three days." <laughs> and I was like, "No fucking way." <laughs> <laughs> like, no. yeah yeah but the result Maybe. looks looks great no yeah matter i was if you if you paint five days six days eight days or three days yeah it was seven and it was it was it was a painful. long seven yeah, yeah. but like so, so like for you like dog is um like so most of your stuff on youtube is mostly your own work. Am I right by saying that? Um, yes and no. I mean, it's my own work. Most of the stuff that I painted on YouTube isn't uh, commissioned so by anyone, but it's kind of commissioned by YouTube and its algorithm. So, you know, I, I used to paint mostly graffiti pieces back in the days and it was working, but it was like okay-ish. And then I started this whole journey of uh, getting better. I called it art story. And I, I just went like trying. I had the I try series where I tried all these different effects. And I tried some challenges and blah, blah, blah. I was just trying, trying, trying. And during this trying period, I truly had some times when I was really proud of myself. Uh, for example, where I, when I painted like fire. I never thought I could paint fire and suddenly I painted this fiery house and it was it was really impressive to me. So during this time I I impressed myself multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um but right now I feel like I don't I don't know what's what's mine. Like what what am I even painting? Like when you imagine my name, what people imagine next to it? Is it graffiti? It shouldn't be because I don't paint graffiti for... I haven't been painting graffiti for like two years now, maybe. Some pieces here and there. So yes, I'm kind of trying to find out what uh, what is my thing, I would say. You need to, you need to paint uh, what comes the easiest to you because uh, you don't want to uh, uh, suffer all the time when you paint something that does not feel natural to you, uh, it's always a pain to paint that. But if you paint something that comes easy to you and where you have interest in, uh, and you repeat that, you just have to repeat it like five times or ten times, and suddenly it is yours and everyone else will uh, um, combine you with this thing. It's like this with is... my pyramid mountains it's complete yeah. useless it has nothing to do with anything it's just it happened and it is like because i i thought it's the easiest way for me to paint mountains <laughs> without all the structure so you're just lazy <laughs> yes of course i'm lazy of course you have to follow the the lazy the, the lazy path because you want to do this your whole life <laughs> the lazy lazy art You want to do this your your whole life, and um, and if you go the the uh, the way that feels unnatural to you because you want to be something, 
that is impressive or whatever, this is complete bullshit. You always need to follow uh, follow your heart, follow what is easy, what what you like. I mean, sometimes you need to challenge yourself to to try different things, but this is what you described, like Happens. painting painting something six times in a row or just, just painting the same subject six times in a row. That's what I'm missing because when you look at my Instagram, my artworks are all over the place. I paint portraits. I paint digital. I paint on, on walls. I paint on canvases. I, I paint animals. I paint uh, that. I paint in a cartoonish style. I paint in painterry style. It's I, it, I, I'm going nuts because of that. But I want to like, you know, narrow the focus right now to something. And I think I know what it will be. And I'm very excited about that. I guess what Smo said when you um, when you handle your like art thing in your comfort zone and you do where you do things where you feel comfortable with, there is also in every art piece a situation where you have to struggle and you have to learn with it. Like I when I. Uh, Remember back in the days when I started this lazy art um, channel, like this uh, YouTube channel or the Instagram handle, it was like a hobby for me to draw. And I wanted to share my drawings with other people. So I, I never wanted to get like famous or something or get like more than 200,000 um, followers or something. But I wanted to share my my um yeah my development of getting better in drawing just just and this is basically what i did i when you see my instagram handle on lazy arts it's like only pencil on paper only portraits mostly women and every portrait is different but um i really love to draw women portraits just Same. just because i I find it like this is like it's beautiful and lovely and it's always the same. It's always like the lashes are the same and the lips are the same. But every every portrait is unique. And when you paint like I don't know if small like paints mountains the this this shape. Yeah. Yeah. I like to I like to paint old men. I don't know what's wrong with me but... <laughs> with arms kind of the ears. <laughs> yeah then everywhere is a struggle uh, that's what i wanted to say even if you if you feel like you're in the comfort zone there is any spot in your artwork where you at least feel like for 10 minutes you are struggling this is the moment where you learn i yeah. guess but the problem is when the whole process feels like struggling <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this is why you need to do it in the easy and the lazy way. And um, if I if I should tell you what your style is, then I would definitely say you, your tiny bit of wobbly uh, black outlines. Uh, mm -hmm. This is this is your thing. I would definitely say that, and uh, work with a lot of mid tones without any fadings. Yeah. As the as the fill in, so this is like like uh, when you were painting this um, uh, 
uh, it was at the side of a street. You were painting a rabbit and I don't know a bird in some. Oh, what was this? What you were painting in in some berries? Ah, I know. Yeah, there was a bird and and berries. Yes. Yeah, yeah, something like that. This is this is what what uh, felt to me like. Wow, he's doing it so easily. It is like he's 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 just painting it to the wall. It just like like you were just doing it like it is. Uh, you're natural. doing nothing else. It's natural. This was the most natural one of the most natural paintings uh, that I can remember. I think the title for that one was um, "98% of Women Love Love This" or something like that. I think that might be no, the title. No, that, that's a that's a different one. But Is it was it? the same style. Yeah, the yeah. same style. Yes, yeah. I'm kind of comfortable in, in in that. I call it doodle style, like black outlines, uh, almost no fadings, solid colors. Just you know, define it with values only, and yeah. all the edges. My favorite are... painting from. A few is um, the one you did with graffiti block together. Ah, yeah, it was, this was good. In yeah. the seventy arena location or something. Yeah, pretty nice. I really, I like it. that. As, yeah. Like, I love that as as well because I I had it prepared very well and it turned out mm -hmm. nicely and it was it was pretty fast and I was like ah okay. So is that the really cow one? So yeah, it's a cow. Yeah, I'll put I'll put a picture up on screen of that, like so people can see what you're you're talking about. Yeah, show the but cow. Yeah, yeah, the cow. But no, yeah, that's the same. Like yeah, because um, that was obviously on the trip that we all went to Geldun for on the way, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the that's the trip. <clears throat> mm -hmm. It was a very nice trip. Yeah. But like um. So like we were going back to like um the emotions of it. So like where did you like <clears throat> so like when your first um piece that you did was obviously uh I'm guessing a doke throw up somewhere. What was the the rush for that? Was it, did, did you paint doke first or did you paint something else? Was it was it was it legal or illegal? Illegal <laughs> for sure. No, I I did a bunch of tags and you know, I started with tags and tags where the, the motivation there was just, you know, having fun with friends and it was a, a bit of adrenaline as well. But when I started to, you know, like really get into graffiti, my very first graffiti piece was Doke actually. And it was in an abandoned building in the middle of a field. And I remember that I was kind of surprised, like, okay, this is not so bad. And I, painted a few more pieces and I started to feel like, okay, cool. And then I fuck. sorry, I can't swear. Then sorry. I messed up. I messed up <laughs> one piece totally. And I remember feeling like, what the hell just happened? Like, how, how could this happen? Like, I, I, I'm good. I'm great. So, uh, yeah, the emotion, the, the, in the beginning, it was like, you know, Show your friends that you are good at it. And just, we are pushing each other with yeah. my classmates, you know, and my neighbors from from the village where I lived. I was uh, ha uh, lucky enough to have neighbors who were actually interested in graffiti. Cool. Yeah, we'd, I, don't, I don't know anyone around you that any, uh, does interested in graffiti. The next thing is like the 
next city away, which is 45 minutes drive. So, um, yeah, and they and the, the, the them guys don't like me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, oh, but no, it's um, it, it's cool, like, because obviously, like, so what was like, what's like the biggest painting that you've done, like, so that um, that you've been most nervous about, um, and you know. That give give you the most emotions. So like, I, I painted my like to, for one of the ones to give you guys an example is I painted my daughter on a wall over Christmas um, as like a miniature green Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of like this like neon effect. It's like when you use an LED light, you change the, the color of it, and I just put it in front of her. And like when I painted that one, I, I had to make sure that it was absolutely spot on. It's my daughter at the end of the day. And like the wall, the wall I painted it at is a legal area, and everybody else has been painted over, apart from that. And every time I see the people go to the wall now, and they take pictures, every time I it, it gets, it, it, you know, it's it's a real nice feeling of like seeing her still up on the wall. Um, and it's it's just always great. Like it's always you know that feeling of that piece is that good that the other artists haven't painted over it yet so yeah to be honest when you posted this picture this just that what you talked about now was my first thought about the image like you painted it like on a on a on a small part of the wall yeah like on the corner and my first thought was I, I saw your post and I, and my thought was, okay, this is a legal hall, but everything is got is getting covered the next two years except of this piece. And yeah. It turns out like this. Sure. Because yeah. I guess I guess it's something like when you Painting on the in the hall. I don't have that much experience in painting halls because I'm not um, typical graffiti artist. But I guess when you see an artwork on the wall in a hall in a legal hall, and you have the feeling that it takes a lot of time, and um, the artist was like with fully hard on this piece, it won't be covered that early. It, it takes longer. It's, it stays longer on the wall. Which is even funnier. Respect or something. Because the piece actually only took me two hours, where other pieces took me way, way longer because I was supposed to have met a friend there called Jenks Art. Um, and he was painting um, Faithless, which is a, a, a DJ that recently passed away. And um, he'd been there all day painting. It's a big piece, I was. Um, but he'd been there all day. And I, I met him for his last 45 minutes of painting and then carried on painting after he'd left. But he'd, like, he'd been there for maybe six to seven hours. I was there for two hours. I literally had, to, had two hours because I had to pack up to get home to look after my children. So it was literally a mad rush, which is Normally, with something like that, I would like easily go down <laughs> 10 a.m., stay till 7 p.m., make sure in every little detail of his right. But I think because of the little mad 
how mad the timing was for it all. It just adds a little bit more to it that I could have sat in front of it a little bit longer. I could have added that little bit more detail to it. But I think as it stands right now, it's it's pretty much per like I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it's ninety percent there. Um and like you said, like paint going to a hall um and seeing other people being turned over all the time. Um and you're always being left alone and the, the artist respecting it. I think that's a real nice feeling, like that your stuff gets is not touched. So I'm guessing oh well, I was gonna say the doke then. I'm guessing uh, um most of your stuff now is pretty much gone, is it, from uh, the subway? Mm, yeah, I used to paint only only uh, in our hall of fame and also other legal places. So yes, most most ah. of my work is gone. Uh, and only... Most of Smoes is still alive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> still, but I think I think the time of my pieces uh, uh, is running because the uh, the local graffiti scene is uh growing and very active we got some real ambitious young guys here uh who are bombing the whole city they're destroying everything Ooh. it's like uh warendorf now has a graffiti scene and <laughs> i'm still not part of it <laughs> <laughs> but it's so, so interesting that you only need like two guys who are <laughs> willing to do this and they can destroy the whole city yeah, I think there are like yeah. four four guys even. Uh, two uh, are very active, and uh, some others are maybe not now helping them. Oh, yeah, it's 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 in, it's interesting. I think it's super interesting. But to what see... kind of things do they like? Chrome bombings? No, no, they do full ups. color. They do full color, okay. but um, you can you can see that they are young and that they are. Uh, just giving a shit <laughs> they're just doing their thing i i, I have no idea I, I would not stand at, at night uh a half of an hour at the, at the middle of the road and paint a full color piece um but they do this and yeah i respect that <laughs> yeah like at the start it's about getting up and uh, getting up on the walls getting your name out and uh i've nice. never I never did it, so it. Um, Me too. It, it was never, never really a thing for myself. <laughs> like God bless you. I've said that I've never done it. Uh, there is a wall that is just about to be destroyed uh, by a new road going in. Which, back in the day, I used to paint well tea. Um, that was before it was called Tea Two Sugars. I, I used to paint mm -hmm. well tea. Um, and there's two subways uh, in Hirwine, in a in a town just over the road, well, just over the mountain. Um, and yeah, they ripped the top off of the bridge, and we currently have to drive around it now. And you can see all my welty paintings, and they're so bad. They are so <laughs> so bad. Um, but yeah, I'm just driving past now, and every time I go past, I'm like just looking over to see what's there there's a couple of other small pieces alongside but yeah the four well tea uh pieces are still standing strong like you know so 
Um, I did a little bit of it, and I remember there was a dog walker coming past, and this was like half past eleven at night, and this place had no street lights. It, it's a back lane. I, I thought it's easy; no one's going to come down here. So mm-hmm. I'm painting it, and then I I seen a guy coming. I I ran and hid in a bush, and I'm in the bush, and I'm like, "Can he see me?" And then I realise there's a light just over the way. So you would have seen just a silhouette of some boy. <laughs> in a bush and I was like oh shit I didn't hide very well like it was just I may as well have done this and he's gone <laughs> it was nice. terrible it was the worst hiding place ever like and um, yeah after after that happened I thought I uh I'm too too much of a of a wimp to get uh to get locked up for doing graffiti, so I just went back to doing legal walls. Yeah, I would like to hit like the streets like at least once. With One more time, like yeah, with something big. And I actually I actually got invitations from like the the graffiti legends. From Slovakia, who painted in 90 countries all around the world, like come with us to Vienna, let's paint a subway. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, but uh, I'm too pretty for prison. Yeah, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to go to prison because when you bomb some some wall in in your city, you're not gonna go to prison. But if you bomb a subway in Vienna, eh, that can get ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I spoke to um, I re- uh, last year I did um, some piece for um, another YouTube channel called Finders Beepers, and they go around the world going into abandoned buildings and they the got cat, arrested. It was so good, they are arrested, they got arrested in, in, um, in Italy and in Belgium. So, one of the guys, um, there was a there's a place I'm not sure where it is, it might be in Italy where. There's like a restaurant. It's an abandoned restaurant, but one of the uh, places where you could sit and have food was in a in a old helicopter, an Apache helicopter. It's a big, huge helicopter, and in the back end of the restaurant then was an old um, aeroplane, which the, the the front of it has been cut off and the back of it has been cut off. So Andy got arrested in the helicopter. I think that's how the story went. But he got arrested. Andy did, and then. Um, I can't. I, for the life of me, I can't remember what the other guy's name is now. But he was on top of the, on top of the roof, and they didn't see him. And he was just like, "Ah, oh, shit! How am I going to get down? I need Andy to give me a boost down to to get off the roof." So he jumped off the roof, took the skin off the front of his shin, and had to go bail his mate out of prison. Ah, oh, it was just like. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like they do that on a regular basis. They've been arrested so many times as well, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, yeah, don't worry about it." But that's not that's like trespassing, but it's not like a criminal thing, yeah, I yeah. guess. You know, you're just trespassing private property. In America they would shoot you, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here it's okay. By the way, um just a quick question when you said America then. Um you did um uh, some pieces in America. Yeah. Did you were they all legal? Bots painted over you. Yes. <laughs> Frankie bots. Frankie, 
Where? Yeah. In New York? Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. you painted with Slu and he painted I think I've seen you. that video. He recorded like a video and he was like making fun of it, right? Yeah. No, he it, no, wasn't really. Because if you actually look at it, someone had ragged your piece. <laughs> yeah, so, I've seen that. Yeah. He oh, said yeah, he, he, he will repair it. It was a joke. Yeah, yeah okay. Joke. I have yeah. seen that video. But yeah, yeah, my pieces in USA were all almost all i guess legal but i was always surprised that it's actually pretty hard to find the legal spot in in us it's like take uh, los angeles for example it's a goddamn huge city and you have like okay you have maybe few spots but it's not like traditional legal walls where you just come you actually need to contact someone like Kipto, for example and he's gonna call the guys from the spot and they're gonna open the gate for you and stuff like this. So I was really surprised that it's legal spots basically, okay, they exist, but they are pretty rare yeah. in such mm -hmm. a big areas. Yeah. When I there are some stupid rules. Go on. Yeah. I painted one above San Francisco in some small city, and I was surprised that in that small city there was a legal wall. But in San Francisco, I was not able to find a legal war wall no. or you find it but it's in a very uh, unpleasant neighborhood where you don't really want to be yeah so there's um there's a graffiti shop in san francisco which you can paint on the on the side but you need to book like months in advance there was a french guy i think painting. i heard about it yeah i think yeah. i heard about it so there was a french guy painting there um and then when i spoke to them inside they said when you go to la ask for the container yard so that's like another one. But like you said, like I there. was quite surprised. You've been to the container yard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you rem maybe remember that my very first meeting with Kipto happened uh, in, in, in that yard. It's like that's a the, yeah. big, big empty parking lot with several walls. But also there you can just, I think, you can just come there and do whatever you want. You need to be in contact with the guys. Yeah. Yeah, or in New York, if you gotta... yeah, you gotta you gotta hit the local man like Smo, because yeah. if you don't contact Smo and you paint in Warendorf, he's gonna he's gonna come for you. <laughs> he's gonna f and come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but when I was painting in Brooklyn with Slu. And uh, Verse, this guy who actually got us the wall, I was asking Verse, like, okay, but what would happen if I paint here without permission? And he was like, oh, yeah, someone would come and fuck you up. And I was like, okay, that's not wow. very nice. I, th I think nothing would happen. But if, if someone, some wrong person would see you there without the permission, not a good thing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, um, Speed told me about that. Um, Small, you yeah. know Speed because he, uh, you know Speed too, I guess. Though I actually got, I actually got my contact uh, in New York from Speed. Slu, yeah. Slu, who lives in 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 Brooklyn, he was not able to get a wall, but we got the wall because of Speed, who knew Verse, and Verse was a very nice guy. Yeah, that's that's what he told me because he he was planning a trip to New York this March, like I don't know next week or something. They're gonna fly to New York, mm -hmm. and they have 
about five days um, spending in New York and they planned a trip and they planned like, like he was asking me to come with him, but I, I still got work here to do, but um, mm -hmm. he planned a trip and every day they paint another wall. They are like three artists and there is a local um, who guides them through the walls and they have like, he told me something about like, they are painting uh, trucks. Like, trucks. I don't know if, if it's legal or um, they, they, there are like, like this silver chrome trucks standing yeah, there yeah. and, and you can paint them if you know the people from the truck. Yeah, you, you can paint them and it's the like people. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a legal thing, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Funny. And that's what I, what I was thinking about. Um, like Speed told me it's pretty hard to find a spot to paint. I'll York. paint it with Speed yeah. next week, uh, next month. Oh, really? Where? Yeah. He's come to London. How... Um, oh, really? I said, yeah. I said, I'll drive to London and uh, come pick him up and we'll go paint but... together. Where where are you gonna nice. paint in London? Because I heard some sketchy things about painting in London. Yeah, the it, tunnel. It, it, yeah, so it'll be the tunnel. It will be the Waterloo uh, station. It's it's pretty. It's just open to the public. A lot of public just walk through. But um, yeah, but I, go on. I mean, what I heard about London is that painting there is first of all very hard because when you start painting, there are already people behind you waiting for your wall. Because yep. it's really packed. There are people painting and painting and painting. And the other thing that I heard is that there is a lot of like, uh, you know, these London sort of gangsters. They have a name, Run Road Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like these gangster kids and they are, there's like 20 of them. And uh, I heard stories that they are stealing cans and they can even pull up, uh, put up a knife and threaten you for whatever I, money. I think that's like more outside of the tunnel. But if you, outside if you of get, the tunnel. yeah, if you get inside the tunnel, I think you, you're pretty much okay. Because there's like, um, there's two restaurants inside the tunnel as well. Um, so there's, mm -hmm. there's a lot of public walking through the tunnel, you know. And I think we're gonna paint like midday. We're not going to bother like painting like 7 p.m. And a lot of guys paint like 7 p.m. onwards. Um, and it all, they're all like covered, you know, covered up to the, the, the noses, hoods mm -hmm. on, caps on. And they don't want to know, they don't want people knowing who they are. But mm -hmm. I'm guessing when I go there, there's a guy called um, Oliveira that paints there all the time. He's a French um, guy and he paints there. Oliveira? Yeah, all uh, yeah, Oliver, not Oliveira. Yeah, Oliver, or Euler. Oliver. Oliver. Sure okay. Yeah, he's um, your French guy, and um, yeah, he paints it all the time. And it, I spoke to Fussy, um, the guy who runs uh, the Secret Writer, um, mm -hmm. and I, I said like, "What's it like to paint there?" And he said, "Just go paint over." Um, wherever you need to paint over is just obviously like don't go ragging someone's piece just because of it and obviously their name word might get out but just pick yeah. one of the there's a lot of chrome burners there there's a lot of people who just get I don't know they get like three cans of crap and they'll just go there and just sling something up 
And then someone else done um, like a spray can face, like a spray can with a face on it when I was here. And it, and it was a really, really good piece. And someone had tagged straight over the middle of it. And I heard like, that was up like 30 minutes and it just got ragged straight away. Like, But when we paint, like Smo has said many, many times before, as soon as you paint, you take a picture. That is all yeah. you need. Move yeah, on. Yeah, I wouldn't be afraid of someone painting over my piece. I would be just afraid of these... Uh... Yeah, hooligans. Weird hooligans. Yeah, yeah, but I think they like they'll probably be in school, maybe. <laughs> no, so we'll, I don't think so. We'll paint. We'll paint midday, so they'll be in school in detention. So again, uh, the heinies pounded like by the teachers, but yeah, um, yeah. No, I think we'd be. I think we'd be okay. Um, yeah, London is a bit of a shady place to to do any any activity whatsoever. Um, do you have a concept for next week? Uh, next month it is it's in April. April, April the seventeenth, oh, okay. I think we've said, or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So it uh, at the minute we I'm gonna do a face, um, and then Speed's gonna do. Uh, I'm guessing he's gonna write Speed. And when but, you paint yeah, faces, typical. what's yeah. your like? What's your preparation? Do you have just like a realistic uh, photo reference? Or you already repainted that reference in your iPad or whatever, and you use you go straight from photo reference, or you also prepare the actual painting. So I don't know. I think I'm going to paint one of my friends this time. So I'll just mm-hmm. go down, take a picture of them, a few pictures, and then just take the photo and just take that. Yeah, most of the time okay. it's just straight off an image. But I think I'm going to paint one of my yeah uh, 18th. I think it is. Uh, yeah, eighteenth. I think we've said, but yeah, yeah, eighteenth. I've just seen it. Nice. Is 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 Speed coming coming alone or with? No, I think he's with. I think he's with. I think he's with. I'm not sure. He's with. He's with people anyway. Um, but I've told him not to bother with paint because I said, uh, you know, just let me know what paint you want and I'll get it. And come up, but he's like determined that he, he wants to bring his paint. So, um, <laughs> how my plane? <laughs> I, I think he's driving, I'm not sure how he's coming, but um, I'm, I'm not sure if he wants to go to a spray paint shop first, um, and then buy his paint. So, I think we're gonna have a chat now in the next week or so to find out what colors, yeah. um, and then if he wants to go to a shop, I could just open up the back doors and be like. Buy off me. <laughs> he just needs one. He just needs one single skinny cap to paint a to paint a piece. Is last that, time, wow. last time I painted with him on um, on Zion's birthday was like a, we were we were painting all together um, on a on a on a huge wall with the organizer of um, the Dreckige Dutzend and um, some friends, and he was he was painting a speed style with um typical speed style with with flowers and he just he just used one single skinny cap for everything and there were like areas to fill like like this size and he filled it with a skinny cap <laughs> sitting on a on a on an empty box of beer cans just filling it he has enjoying like, life 
Yeah, yeah. enjoying life. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might need totally. a fat cap for the uh, for the tunnel in Waterloo because it stinks Ma- of me. <laughs> Le- level three is okay. You don't need. I, I don't know. You don't need the Astro fat cap or something. But I think the skinny, Montana Gold standard cap is such it's a the best. great cap. Such a you can make best, so super mm-hmm. skinny thin lines with it and you can also fill with it pretty nice. You can make fadings with it pretty nice. Um we were talking about laziness and I'm so lazy that, that I don't I, I use and now I start using these golden caps all the time because they're just they're just good enough. They're good enough for everything. Why changing caps? Yeah. It's a waste of time. <laughs> I guess the golden standard cap is the best cap to paint for me, I'm not like that um, um, experienced, but I think it's the best cap to paint uh, animals and um, fur. hairs. Fur. And yeah, yeah fur. fur totally. Yeah. If yeah. you if you hold the can like like um, in an angle, it has like a super sharp sideways. edge and fades yeah. really quick out. Yeah, crazy, and it's so soft. It's pretty nice. Yeah, you can you can you can if you if you make a transition from one if you i don't know if you if you take a, a a color range from the gold cans you can take like the color section 10 20 30 40 whatever and you and you spray them together and you fade them like sideways it's so smooth and it's perfectly yeah yeah i love it i i I'm just so stuck with the banana universal. I just can't get away from it. But uh I always I'm I'm stuck with the uh, the tiny pink stencil cap. I love the tiny pink stencil cap. It's probably the one one thing I always drop back onto. And um every time I use it, I always get messages off everybody asking me. Four millimeters. Drill yes. it. Drill it. Drill yeah. it. How do you use it? And I'm like, just use a, just like what he said, um, drill a four millimeter hole. Um, but I always find that the cap always makes a difference. The Banana Universal is better because I don't know whether the paint is more focused because it always ends up going through and it's a lot of paint. Where when you use um, the gold standard, I find uh, that it, it kind of, it kind of fans out a little bit too much and the paint just doesn't really go through and penetrate like so mm-hmm. um yeah them banana caps are the best but the best banana caps are the cobra red ones they never clog they never clog the banana universals are terrible for clogging they they go i go through so many on some murals i, I must buy a hundred a month because of how many times they clog have yeah. you ever tried to put them into thinner and uh, clean them? Bin, lid, in, done. 20 pence. Sorted. Yeah. yeah. yeah this, Never this, clean This happens caps. when you're just rich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who cares about cleaning caps? Pens? You don't have to be rich. To... <laughs> <laughs> Tea is just rich. The craziest surprise for me was like Smo, I was Smo trying to get money out of him. Yeah. <laughs> we I I always paint when I paint with spray can it's like I, I paint with Christ. You mostly yeah. know them, most of you. Yeah. So um 
most of the time I paint with um, spray can is when I paint with Christ. And he, he just paint with that. He loves to paint with this Astro fat cap. Mm -hmm. I don't know from which concern it is, but it's the Astro fat cap. And we always use this as a fat cap. And then basically, I guess it was like two months ago, I was in the store, in the Montana store um, by um, from Mario. I don't know if someone knows Mario. Ken. He's like, he's, he's Kent, yeah. Kent. Um, he closes the store, by the way. Yeah, it's so sad. Pretty sad for Frankfurt. Yeah, but um, I was there um, and getting some cans for the job, and I told him I need some fat caps, and I told him I usually use Astro fat caps, but he um, unfortunately have no Astro fat caps, and he told me you should try these fat caps, and he he gave me like like ten of those. Um, yellow fat caps. caps. Oh, okay. No. Yellow. They they were yeah yellow. I I've never worked with them before, but I worked on a job with them, and I started to paint with the Astro fat cap. We had just a few of them back in stack, and um, then I switched to the yellow one, and the painting with a yellow fat cap was like painting a carpet on the wall like, like you put pressure on it and it was like <laughs> in slow motion <laughs> never did some sorry. never did something before yeah sorry my, my back i think i know the cab is like super wide and crazy yeah and the sound when you paint like when you paint with a skinny cab it's like <sighs> yeah and when you paint with that, with with this yellow fat cap, it's like. It's I, I'm so guessing it's like nice. the, um, the ultra wide cap, and you used you've done a whole piece with this, haven't you, Doke? Yeah, the it's ultra like wide three, It's three slots in the front, and it just comes out. The paint does, yeah. It's just the fastest thing I've ever used in my life, it's, and it is exactly as you say it, because we was in the when I used to work for Graph City, I used to work for the spray paint shop. And um, I thought I'd have a little go. And it's a big, tall cans. And I remember, like, standing, like, right back from the wall and just doing it. Boosh, and it's, like you said, it's like the paint is, like, standing off the wall like this. And it's, it's so thick. It's just crazy. But you waste them so fast. Like, it's so it's such a big can. And you, you barely – it's so surprising how – how small how amount paint? you can actually cover with these huge cans. Yeah. This Crazy. is so high pressured. Extremely high pressured. Yeah. They are made for tagging. They're not. Yeah, exactly. There, there are a lot of tags. tags. Yeah. There are a lot of tags in my city with them. And I, I'm not a big fan because it's just like a quick damage. And most of these tags look shitty. And yeah. Yeah. It's like a fire extinguisher or something like that. Yeah, I'd I'd love to have a go with a fire extinguisher. You've you've have you had a go? <sighs> the, it's it was fun. It Come was, on, it, it was fun. it was fun in video, but the actual process. I literally was opening one of the fire extinguishers for three hours. I was beating up the fire extinguisher. I was doing it wrong for sure. The second one, I opened it in like ten minutes, but yeah. <laughs> 
but you really need to do it right and you need to pressure it the right way and it's it, it, many times it goes wrong but i think you can get like i probably didn't have the best type of fire extinguisher i think there are better ones for this but also with fire extinguisher it's so big but you i was barely able to write doke i didn't have enough color and pressure inside to write doke wow i really I, love yeah. this uh, these pump bottles to paint gardena from yeah. gardena this one yeah pretty nice they have they have also they have this big yellow ones and the white green with one the, the small with the one strap. yeah and the small one to to just pump i, I they just are love for poison it. Yeah, you, usually, yeah. They have water in them, right? Yeah, I, sometimes I paint like very, like paint about, I don't know, 10% paint and 90% water. So you have like this washy paint effect. Mm -hmm. But when I paint with brushes, I always, you when you paint with brushes, you always need water to make soft blendings. Um, when... You have two two um, options to make a soft blending. You have one color and another color, and you you hurry up and you blend them together, or you just take your time and do the one color, let it dry, and it dries like in six minutes or something, and then you paint the other color, but you have to blend it soft with water, so yeah. it fade out like yeah. I had a problem with no this. color. Oh, yeah, you oh, uh, you I were asked asking you about, about it. yeah. Yeah, so this is usually the way I work with brushes. Like, I always have one brush with color in my hand, and in my other hand, I have a water brush or the bottle of water. Yeah, it's, it's the key. I saw this trick. Like, I was painting with uh, paint and water brush, like, when I started painting back in the theater because my painting master told me about that but the key was i was following on instagram the account onua painting anyone know him no i guess he's from the crew schwarzmaler i don't know if anyone know the schwarzmaler crew mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. they they have like wes west 21 from the schwarzmaler crew is like the god of painting in Germany, I guess, mm -hmm. but it's my opinion. But there is another one who, who is called Onur, and he he has this very wide brushes, these wide and, and very flat brushes, and he paints with them, and he makes um, soft color transitions with, the, with this pumping bottle. And the first time I saw this in a post, it was like, man, this, this guy, guy Uno painting. Yeah, Uno painting. He's oh. one of my biggest inspirations. Yeah, we're all on Instagram now looking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Yeah. All plastic bags. Uno. Crazy. Yeah. Uno painting. Yeah, this is crazy because Ooh. I wanted to do the same with my mountains to let them fade out into fabric at the bottom. Yeah, 
This is cool. We got a how, dog. How is it Uno? Yeah. O N U R. Yeah. O O N U R painting. I already follow him. Ah. Ah, yeah. He's the guy that did the the fire. Uh, yeah, the fire. Oh my god! Yeah, when I seen that, yeah. I thought I thought it was actually on fire. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And there is another one. If you are still on Instagram, there is another one who is called Wes Twenty One. Uh huh. Wes Twenty One. Wes Twenty One, and his painting styles. Yeah, I follow. I different. follow him as well. Yeah, he's different. <laughs> I really love it. Yeah, yeah, it's like really like distressed looking. Like, so yeah, he, does he use like a card or something? Does he paint and then like scrape it back or something? Ooh. Yeah, it looks like he he paints he paints like with real brushes, but it looks like a concept design or something. Yeah, I really love it. Yeah, it's pretty uh, nice. If you look at like one of the videos that he's got here, uh, he's like got a big thick lump of like acrylic paint and then he's like yeah. masking taped out the area and then like pulled the paint across it looks yeah. really cool i love how people yeah. do that i i think it looks awesome like because you I, I, I really I, love watching videos or 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 looking like for 10 minutes at a post and try to understand how yeah. the artist creates this artwork and try to read something i can understand and and, and translate it to my artwork. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. sometimes even try to repaint wow. the exact artwork, mostly just part of it. Biting. Mm-hmm. No, yes, biting. No? No, to no, exactly no. like understand like how the hell did he do this? But sometimes yeah. the problem yeah. is that when you try to uh, mimic a realistic painting on a canvas digitally, the tools are a little bit different. But you can get the idea how to how to do things. Yeah, there's a there's a Instagram page out there now uh, or a TikTok page where the the there's a guy that goes around and he does other people's artworks to understand how they do it. So it was like um, I, I don't know if you've seen that you could do like lightning on like a piece of wood is where you connect it at both ends with electricity and then run water across it and yeah. then the, the light, lightning bolt goes through it. And he did that recently. Um, and then it was another one there when he was doing like oil painting. He tried to paint, um, oh, I think it was like the Mona Lisa, I'm going to say. And he tried his hardest to make it look as close as he could, but couldn't understand. Because actually, when you look at like things like the Mona Lisa, it's like optical illusions in there. There's like the, the background, it, even though it looks like background, is painted like a foreground. And then it's like, it, it's just such a, that, that's just a minefield that painting is on its own but uh, yeah he was trying to understand the Mona Lisa and he's like I still don't understand what the feck is going on <laughs> but Smo does <laughs> yeah no no but no we'll have to you have to you have to set another challenge this year I think uh, Smo come up with a new challenge I think because the, the upside down challenge Fuck challenges. Um, okay, let's. Uh, okay, <laughs> now I say the challenge for this year. year. It's the challenge that we all have to go through. It is terrible. It is hard. I will do it. Nick will do it. And you all will do it as well. It's the 24 hours challenge for sure. You, that's Painting. my challenge. 
Yeah, it's your challenge. Are we talked about it and you said hours? you have the same idea. So, what is this challenge about? You have to paint 24 hours, and that's that, the whole that's challenge. And Outside, some, wherever, whatever you want, you can make it digital or in VR. I don't no, know. No, we are. No. Yeah, you are. <laughs> your <laughs> in eyes VR. Will, will be bleeding when you do it in VR. I can do the VR glasses just for one hour, and after that, my eyes are like hurting yeah, it's... so much. It's terrible. It's but not... maybe, Doc, this is something for you. Maybe for 24 hours in VR. And no, you were like, after no, six no, no. hours, you're just screaming like, ah! I was, I was. Back <laughs> on the wall. No! I actually wanted to do. I wanted to do a 24 hours live stream where I do tags for people. Ah, okay. This is nice. But I because I can. It is super nice. I kind of like it. Yeah. You can make some money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What I really would love to do is like doing the 24 hour challenge in the abandoned factory with all of you guys. Is there any light? No, but this is just painting the challenge. Yeah, but you can take light with you. You can take. I got, um, I found these um, uh, head lamps. Uh, This is a a Mm -hmm. stripe with a lot of LEDs uh, from. I will, I will. You will. (laughs) He will, and it'll cut out. He he won't say anything else. (laughs) He well, will. I guess the best moment in this challenge would be like if we are painting like for 18 hours or 20 and going to the wall where you guys are painting and see your face like tired yeah. painting, standing on the front of the wall and talking to each other and like, are you tired? Do you really want to paint yeah. but like the pr- more? But hours? there is an important uh, thing in this challenge. Like, do we have the the sketch before painting? Because if we know what we are painting, it's going to be hard, but it won't be that hard. Because after several hours of painting, I feel like I can paint, but I can't think. Yeah. So what I I would possibly do is, is that when I was going to do it, was break it into four hours or something around that. And what you do is, on the build up to the to the first four hours, you pick something. Then on the build up, so I do it all. I was going to do it all as a live stream, and then on the build up to the second four hours, you put out like a poll. So it's like four different things people could think, and then it's maybe the the next one after that is whoever has the top comment, as in like pays the most money, guest me to pay. I'll they get to choose the next four hours of painting. And then obviously yeah. then you'll string everything together. So the walls I have here in, in Merthyr is probably like 60 meters long. And I was going to paint it all white, start off in the middle, then do four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours, four hours. And then eventually then fill up the whole wall with paintings. And like, like I said, like every four hours then people can bid on the on the part that they can paint, so they they'll say, I don't know, a unicorn riding a rocket. But I I, I just realized one big problem. What's that? ZHC have done this challenge so many times. 
Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, but I was gonna do it as a live stream as well, and just yeah. break that live, live stream would down. be cool. Live stream, live stream would be really cool because otherwise, if we don't do it as a live stream, it would be just like ZHC's video where, you know, he just fighting. Yeah, Small Nova sent a message. Where did Smolnova go? He's just sent a picture. Ah. <laughs> yeah, his internet is not working and he's sending you the picture of the light that he was talking about. Yeah, but actually you, you can bring your own electricity into the factory. Uh, one thing is fuel generator, but that's smelly and noisy. But there are also these big batteries that you can bring. I have one of these. Two seconds. No, two seconds. He's on what the hell is that? That's that's small. What is, it, what is he doing? You got no internet anymore. Okay. Right. But yeah, we there are these big batteries which can power light for a really long time. Is he calling? I don't know how to put him on because he's. It's... Five of them for only. Uh... Uh, Alibaba, I think. Alibaba. Right. Smo. Smo, come back. Smo, Turn I, off I, the I, voice call. He has no internet, right? So, lads, I think it's he has internet. He's calling with you. <laughs> he's using his mobile internet. So. I'm going to guess that we're going to wrap up today's podcast. Okay. Auf Wiedersehen. Smo. He can't hear you, but you can hear him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Smo, pleasure. Dope, pleasure. Flow, pleasure. See ya. See ya later. So... That is it for this week's uh, podcast. If you guys enjoyed, make sure you like, subscribe, go follow all the guys that have been in the video. This is the YIC podcast. Thank you for watching. <laughs>